by a holler, cold open. Uh-oh, cold open. Yeah. Cold open. Uh-oh, cold open. Folks, it's Greasy Conversation. Let me tell you officially. Hold on a moment. That's right. I made it. today you know that submarine of knowledge that's right yeah we're back we're doing greasy conversation on a fresh slot for folks surprised by our new presence welcome we've got hot takes in the news we've got our buddy josh here today who we met recently and dragged onto the show hi how you doing let's toss you let's see well, it probably let's could see. be i think i'm too quiet i'm coming at you louder now all right. <laughs> All right. That's how test, we, we doing. All right. This is, uh, this is the perfect way to start off any, any show, any Sunday, anything you're doing is with something like this. Uh, man on a plane, he's flying from Hong Kong. No, no, from China, from Gangzhou, China to New York. All right. Halfway through the flight, they're still about six hours out from New York. Uh, he's has a bloated stomach and is sweating profusely kind of starting to complain <laughs> and luckily there's a doctor on board right who who figured out what was wrong macgyvered a syringe and stuff yeah but the dude work. the dudes uh no, i guess jokes. urinary <laughs> tract was blocked so he couldn't take a piss to get rid of the urine so it's just filling up in his bladder so the doctor has to like stick a straw and like make some incisions and stick a straw into his bladder basically and like suck the urine out oh with his mouth right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and uh eventually like and i'm sure it's it's probably similar to like uh siphoning gasoline like once you get it going it just starts going yeah <laughs> so you know and he's like give me a cup and it ended up filling it was like one and a half pints total of urine that into a wine bottle yeah into a wine bottle well, hopefully the doctor had steady hands yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Man. Just uh there's a nice video of it like him just uh yeah. We're not playing the video. <laughs> no. No, no one wants to see him suck urine out of out of a dude's stomach. No. All Here's right. a still photo for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh no, I love it. Every time every time someone has to suck urine out of someone else's bladder, I'm with my coffee in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh oh man. See, he could have been worse. If he had to go down the urethra, that would have been... <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least he knew where to cut, too. Right. Uh, any day we're starting off with the word urethra. We've got a great <laughs> show already. Right. All right. That's, uh... So, fire pick from Ange Kerfoot, our correspondent that picked most of the news in this episode. So you know who to blame. I'm but yeah, it so far. I mean, <laughs> Excellent. Great, a great news story to start off with. Well yeah, done. We usually I feel start more off educated now. <laughs> yeah, we usually start off with some lighthearted. 
yeah, well, real people in, and then yeah, next time I'm on a plane and somebody complains of uh, some pains, I'm just gonna go straight to that. No, I saw this. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know exactly what to do. Pro- I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but this is definitely your problem, and I'm right. gonna do this for you. This is how we deal with this. Yeah, Trust like, me, no, it's I was just, on a podcast once. It's just, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. All right, and then uh, this story. I don't know if people are aware, but um, apparently there's a lot of gay penguins. Yeah, I didn't know that that species like that happened with extra, or is it just like we just notice it more with them? No, I think it happens more with penguins, or it it seems more common. What if they're just penguins. being oppressed, so we're just <laughs> noticing them extra now because they yeah that had that been could hidden be for so long. That could be, but apparently this um, pair of gay penguins went around snatching eggs. Uh, it was at this Deerin Deerin Park Amersfoort zoo in the netherlands of course um, but this pair of gay penguins are swiping eggs from heterosexual penguin couples and then trying to hatch their eggs which i'm sure they could do it's not you know i feel like That's they wouldn't lot. feel forced to do this if they had a social system in place where these penguins could adopt <laughs> yeah exactly it's, yeah, it's right. it comes back to repression and these poor birds <laughs> getting yeah, their society doesn't like have the proper tools in place for this. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, see, there's a lot, of, um, a lot of gray area for such a black and white bird, though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nice. All right. Um, and then I don't know. Have you? Because I know you're always in in this. Uh, if something's like a staged kind of social media. Is this about the penguin? Do I think the penguin is staged? No, 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 no. no. Okay, because no, I think this is a real issue. Yeah, no, it's a a very, it's a very real issue. If we could let them vote, if we could just, (laughs) that's the issue too. If they, if they could just be allowed to drive. (laughs) Now they gotta drive now. (laughs) If penguins, this fact that there's no cars for for penguins, until we up and expect them to build their own cars, I think this is a problem with a lot of animals in society is that we're expecting them to eventually come to our level and build. Uh, their own vehicles for them when we should be building vehicles for the animals because we're already on that vehicle tip. We should be like the rats with cars. Have you seen the the car driving rats? Oh, yeah, those are pretty great. Well, what they probably drive better than some Las Vegas people for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry to say because we no, did no. talk about this a previous episode, but we've got some new people here because of the new time slot, and this makes my point so strong that there's these scientists that made these little cars for rats and see how the rats are driving around and the the rats that had their other i'm gonna butcher the actual purpose of this because the takeaway was that these rats uh were like happier being able to drive like they bonded with their vehicles and stuff (laughs) but these were the ones that had like a good like home life they had nature and yeah, toys and like stuff. recreation yeah yeah so the rats that didn't have like nature and toys and friends uh they they didn't take to the driving as much they were like grumpy city and people. they're miserable yeah, yeah. that's it yeah <laughs> what would crazy rats on the road look at this good driving <laughs> <laughs> it's just really ador- hey if you're uh willing to pop up in another window and youtube greasy conversation spelled like you'd expect all one word then you can pop in and take a look at this with us also is one way. And also RadioVegas.rocks has a YouTube that you can pop a like, ring the bell. Anyway, so driving rats. Do you think like animal cars would look like things like we think 
are related to the animal like if we if we made cards <laughs> cards for birds like would they be bird houses or bird cages or would it or would that be demeaning if tesla made them it could be all over the place if you see the new cars that they're coming out with yeah see tesla oh, could yeah. do it right i feel like it, after a generation of bird cars that look like oh look it wants to play something on the tesla cybertruck um so <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because it's on the news thing today for us anyway. But before I lose my point, Greg, the birdhouse thing, I feel like if we made houses, I'm sorry, cars for birds that look like birdhouses, a generation later they would say birdhouses were never a bird thing. These cars should look like nests. This is our real bird culture. Oh, the, yeah, good should, point. Not this westernized, like imposed on us birdhouse view yeah, of birds. Yeah, yeah. That was never what birds are. So then we should jump past that and be sensitive and make nest cars for them. It's like adaptation. We, we evolve. We overcome. Yeah, and we have to employ birds <laughs> as part of the putting the nest together. We can't just do it with our clumsy human hands alone. It has to have some bird uh, fine carriage work to it. And then we, we put, like, engine in it. And then you also got to think about, like, the penguins and stuff. They're technically birds, but they... You know, they don't have the same kind of nest. There's, there's multiple. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference there. We got to put them out of ice or something. That's right. Me just saying birds. Like there's, that's a general term. That's like so that's, general. That's offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of birds out there. There's there a go. lot of primates. They don't all vote. <laughs> but right. they're smart birds and then really dumb ones. Yeah, it's true. I mean, <laughs> what about what about like monkey monkey cars where you have like banana mobiles? Or would that be like too, too terrible? And I would. There I would was a banana mobile like recently brought up i'm sure um, there's a banana car there's a new banana car that's making the rounds around town two clueless dudes uh shout out to them also on radio vegas.rocks two clueless dudes.com that's another rad podcast and i was on it and we talked about this banana car too coincidentally this is like the the aisle of references right now <laughs> the beginning of this so you had uh, an animal thing to segue to next before the tesla truck did i I was just making sure so. before I pulled it over to Tesla truck time. No, jump to jump to Tesla's uh, stunning, stunning design. All right. Have you seen this banana car? Mm, this is my first time. It's exciting. And so you guys can look up this banana car. There's not much else to say about it. But this Tesla truck, on the other hand, boy, howdy. Um, so if you haven't seen this, it looks like <laughs> there's no roof. There's just front and back and triangle this how how much do you think they they staged the glass breaking part so for those that you don't know they demonstrated the roof glass because the vehicle is wedge shaped it comes to a point so it looks kind of like a birdhouse from the side of it <laughs> or like a halo helmet <laughs> yeah <laughs> the hood or something it's that cab forward design oh and here's something else that a lot of people aren't talking about there's a atv there's a quad that they just drive up into the back of it and they the wing in the back of the quad makes it look like it has a spoiler like the truck looks way cooler when there's a quad in the back of it but uh the front is the lights just a bar it comes to like an an edge in the front and the hood and the windshield are all in alignment like the windshield is also the first part of the roof and then the back glass that goes into the slope of the bed is like your the rest of your roof the roof and the edge of the bed are at the same height. It just slopes down. The whole thing looks like it's leaning forward. It looks like a Lamborghini, a lot more than a truck, but it has the pointy edges that make it have truck strength kind of feeling. 
Very psychological design. I think it has a lot to do with aerodynamics, too. You think? I think so. I mean, like, it, it looks very sleek. I mean, I doubt water would even stay on that thing. Like, <laughs> when it rains, it's just going to, there's not going to be any water spots on it. It looks sleek, yeah. But I wouldn't say, the aerodynamics seems like it takes a second to, like, that feeling of, like, design making you think it looks fast. True. Like, perceived aerodynamics. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lamborghini Countach supposedly wasn't very aerodynamic. But it hella looked like this. Cab forward tiny hood hood in the front window um line up that like one continuous piece practically do you like the way it looks i love it really i I've, think it goes zero to ugly instantly yeah a lot of people don't like it i think I it's don't. really polarizing what do you think uh do you think there's anything redeeming about it that maybe in another generation it might grow on you I, well, I think, or do you think it's a hard fail i think no i think like i mean for i love tesla's work and elon musk is like superhero not a super villain to me yeah i totally but agree with you on that i just think that this is like uh it don't, normally things have like transitions and they start slowly uh-huh. in, introducing things and they skipped like 15 steps <laughs> they just went for it so it'll probably be the future design of a lot of cars and stuff because if you think about like how they built this it requires less parts because the more the longer of a piece then you know factories make them quicker they don't have to have as many little tools and stuff uh, that's a really good point that i didn't think of so this is gonna probably save people money in the long run and especially if they're doing energy efficient they're just trying to get oh, yeah. an economic car out there i think that this will be a good thing in the future but i don't think people were really ready for that big of a <laughs> yeah they were just like taken off by this they're like not that fast well i think that there's a lot of traditional truck people that um are going to buy trucks shaped like they're bought currently but that that's like dying off and a lot of people want something that'll haul more than a car but are feeling left behind in cool car tech that's why the raptor sells so well uh the lightning all these fast trucks sell like crazy to people that are spending double what this is going to cost on these trucks so just performance i think there's people that aren't going to care what it's shaped like they just want a high performance truck but also i think there's people like me that are like "Mm." Part of what I like about an SUV is putting stuff in it. This is put stuff in it, and it's it feels really cool to look at. Like I like the design of it so much that it pulls me away from liking little cars into considering this truck, where I wouldn't otherwise get a truck. The the design to me just it doesn't scream truck. I don't know what it it screams like hybrid car, like mid SUV type. You think? Thing, but... I think up close it looks like a a truck outside of civilian work. Yeah, it does. Like it, it looks like a factory it piece. It does look like something you're gonna see rolling around on Mars. Like it yeah. just seems like something like it's gonna be on another planet. It's this pre- shot's pretty trucky. It's pretty like futuristic. Yeah, back, no, from the back it looks like it, but from the side you're like, I don't know, just looks like a flattened SUV or like a high-rise car. One thing I can't believe no one's done, and maybe part of it is because the taillights would have to be in the bumper from America. You can't put taillights on a moving piece, but the trunk, the tailgate goes all the way to the corners mm-hmm. and it's like beveled in the corner rather than having two light edges and the tailgate just come out of this middle part like a puppet mouth it seems like i said mostly like there's just big long pieces it's like it's like yeah that would smart. be cheaper i didn't yeah, think about smart it's it's gonna be retailing for like 60 something oh really yeah it's not, that's not right bad. that's regular yeah. truck territory for a, a decent one Especially and one uh, this and, big. And because it's new. I mean, if, if over time, like, things that are 
brand new. The price drops too, so they come out high. Yeah. So it'll probably get down too in, a, in like a couple years. Totally. There's a cool photo of it with like a camping. Oh, that's right. In the camping environment. Yeah, and it's yeah. got a little like pull out. I don't know if that's like an, an addition you can add on into the trunk, but it's got like a swivel. You can like pull out and there's a stove on there. Dude, I'm glad you brought that up because this thing and like looks a badass for camping. Like on the bed? Oh, yeah. That, just... I mean, that, I think like the design for going into off-roading and anything dirty with that would be really cool. Yeah. The and tires look like they can handle anything. Yeah. It'd probably be easy to clean with these flat lines. But a lot of people speculate that for uh, the future of marketing, it's going to be more segmented. And that's been a, a lot of the last decade of marketing and really beginning in the 80s where uh, it can't be one size fits all. Like it, who this is a truck for is not going to uh, stop the market for completely different looking trucks, especially curvy cars. There's going to be a market for complete opposites of this vehicle in every way, small curvy cars, like forever. Even when a lot of cars get this blocky, it's going to be one of those things where designs get more polarizing and less kind of compromising for everybody. Because that's what we had um, at the peak of that in like the late 80s into the 90s, uh, through the beginning of the 2000s, where every car looked the same because there was no uh, daring. There was only let's compromise and have everyone be okay with it rather than have anyone love it. It seems like all the cars, like they, they change to be the same over the generation. Like, if you look at old bugs back mm -hmm. in the day, they had like this weird like kind of shape to them, but the other cars of that style, they had the big round headlight. The hood was the same. It didn't matter what maker it was. And then it's just like we, they all transitioned to the same design, mm -hmm. almost like unilaterally, like simultaneously. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if it's on purpose or if it's just like the whole, you know, goldfish thing where like one goldfish in this pond starts doing something, the other goldfish in another pond just start doing it magically too. I think it's a ton of that, but finally we're starting to see, and partly is there's enough people and uh, enough human beings that can afford to buy a car that the economy of scale finally makes it uh, worthwhile to have cars that some people love while sacrificing the people that won't buy it because they hate it rather than these designs that everyone is like just okay with. Even hating it though, that's good publicity. Right? right? I mean, everybody's talking about it. And if yeah. everyone's talking about it, that's just free publicity. And, and that's like, happened in a lot of markets where that worked out like that. And right. it like reinforces the people who love it because usually something polarizing, I mean, it's usually like half and half. So if people are like, oh, this, this design is ugly, then the people who love it are gonna be like, oh no, you just don't get it. Right. And they're totally. just going to love it. It reminds me Forever. of the Simpson, Simpsons episode where Homer designs something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He rolls yeah, out and everyone's making fun of my. I like that idea. Right. <laughs> I'd drive it. Hell yeah. What's this like thing on Tesla. the back right here? Is that like a, an extended. Uh, so that's the camping thing we were talking about. And the top of the tent extends from that slope of the front windshield. Yeah. And there's like a little shelf you can see where you can, you can just like sleep in there. So right. you can put your pads you know whatever probably i don't know i don't know if there's room for an air mattress but elon musk should have launched this car into space <laughs> instead of the other one right yeah it wouldn't yeah, have aliens find this off. one <laughs> they're like oh okay these guys know how to design yeah, cars. Like, All right, yeah this is ready for our planet All right we'd like to order some <laughs> i think howard stern's a good example of that concept of not for everybody and that's part of why who he was for was so loyal yeah, yeah or yeah. family guy there's tons of examples in media where like uh, south park yeah 
who the people that liked it liked it so much that it didn't matter that it wasn't for everybody. The yeah. cult things and like to finally have appreciation with uh, cult media to see that come to like design and, and cool stuff where we can really like uh, express our personalities with our objects without having to buy crazy expensive customized things. There's just more options out there. Like when computers first came in different colors other than beige. <laughs> the dark ages of computers. I would love to see that in neighborhoods because neighborhoods are like that too. Well, it's just here, beige boxes. Yeah, out here in Vegas, like they just make it the same everywhere. You're flying over it and it all looks like blanketed. Yeah, it's like a on the mold. East Coast, you see a lot of individual houses and some like close to the beaches too, you see that. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like this is just... But we have cheap living for a reason, you know? Mm -hmm. Mass production of the same style is easy to reproduce, so that makes it for cheaper, but, yeah. If you People don't have, stick around. Yeah, that's like, I hate this place. It's desert sickness. Everything <laughs> looks the same. Yeah, yeah, and that makes it worse. <laughs> uh, traditionally, desert cultures got extra colorful and weird because of that uh, mon mundaneness. Like Burning Man? <laughs> that is an example, but also I was thinking, like, Native Americans that were, like, colorful stones and stuff went extra colorful in the desert areas. Yeah, we just kind of just, like, have this, no matter where you look, everything is, is this, you can be on one side of town, and you feel like you're home, because it's all, like, Yeah, just the, the beige stucco. I walked into one of uh, somebody else's house on the other side of town, they had the same exact floor plan as the house that I grew up in. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the bathroom is, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Okay, I can I tell a quick walking into the wrong house story? Yeah, go for it. I walked into the house next to my buddy, and, uh... Just op turned the knob and opened it. Um, and instead of my dude in his house, it was this totally different house. And I was really weirded out. And then out stepped, um, I'm forgetting his name right now, but like a well-known MMA fighter that was like his neighbor. Oh, that really? I met before at like a barbecue. <laughs> Fortunately, he recognized me from this meeting at a barbecue and he's a really nice dude. Yeah. But I almost got like MMA'd. Yeah. Like coming into <laughs> someone's house. Doesn't even need a weapon. Like these hands are weapons. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh sure. I mean, he would have the self control to at least like, you here to rob me? Going down. Yeah, he was all calm and smiling. Yeah. Like like he. Was... The wrong house. Yeah. <laughs> it's He's probably like, like it's probably happened train. before. Yeah. <laughs> he looked excited to deal with what walked in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could skip the gym today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> practice. Damn. Oh man. All right. This is uh. This is a really this is a feel good story. We need more more heroes like this. The Robin Hood of McNuggets. Yeah, you guys. Nugget Nugget Hood. This is great. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a feel good story for the So this ages. guy Cody Bonderchuk is being hailed as a hero after it is revealed that for about the last 2 years he's been adding in one extra nugget into almost every 10 piece nugget that is ordered. And this is in Edmonton, Canada. So that's right. We should be cheering. He's he's <laughs> definitely the Robin Hood of Nugs. Yeah, yeah. Nug Hood. Nug. There's no way, way to say that quicker. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's the the Robin Hood of Nugs with a Z and U G Z. But uh, someone made an attempt to tally the overall value of an extra nugget for every ten piece. And it could be upwards of 40 Gs. That's 40 a good grand. thing for other countries, but in America, with our obesity problem, that's kind of like 
counting. Right. In America, we need somebody that's like taking one nugget out every <laughs> other box <laughs> for everybody. They're helping. Oh, damn. That is such a hilarious point. Yeah. Right. We have that huge obesity problem out here. So, like, they would actually be caring about you even though they're cheating you. And right. Mr. McDonald's would love that person too. If he could, if he could manage. Yeah. Like, this person can't count. Just take one. <laughs> damn. And it, it turns out apparently some of his co workers were doing this as well. So, there are a lot of nuggets robbed from that. McDonald's so franchise. Wait, how much money do you think McDonald's lost from these extra nuggets again? Uh, someone they said one. Someone on Twitter made an attempt to uh, guesstimate, and it could be upwards of forty grand. Wow! Total over twenty years. Okay, so or two years. Wow. Sorry, two years, not twenty years. That's crazy like that it can be that much in just two years. But on the other hand, that's not so bad compared to what McDonald's spends on an advertising campaign for that kind of goodwill. If yeah, people yeah. loved that McDonald's, that franchise owner probably got more attraction at his McDonald's than like the one down the street True. due to this. And that could easily be more than 40 grand more. I mean, some of these places will give away a car. That's in that 40 yeah, grand pocket. Right. Yeah, and it's that. like, it should be common practice in restaurants. Like when someone goes to a place, like hook them up with free shit the first couple times. And then they're going to just be like psychologically like conditioned to mentality. love you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a little free one. They'll come back. They'll be addicted. That's <laughs> right. First one's on the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first one's on the house. <laughs> oh, you folks have to see this. this you ever gentleman. tried crack? You're going to love it. Yeah. Trust me. Here you go. This yeah. hero. All right. Still the, the intention, whether it's uh, nuggets or crack or uh, green smoothies, it's still the, the spirit of giving on someone else's <laughs> dime. On yeah, your dime. <laughs> right. When you when you're in charge of a wealthy corporation, spread and just no don't. This is I'm giving bad advice. Yeah, I'm don't get fired. fired yeah, don't, don't get fired. Don't yeah. get caught. I mean, don't do it. <laughs> Damn. All right, nice. All right, we're it's about that time. I think we should uh, pay some of our Billy Bobs. Yeah, we're already at Bob Thornton hour. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you back in a second. Hey guys, it's Crazy Jay from the Rockin' Comedy Show, and I wanted to talk to you about the Ballsy Company. They have a fantastic product that I am absolutely in love with. In fact, here's a clip of the Rockin' Comedy Show as we talk about it. That's Ballsy. Ballsy. Oh, Ballsy. That's uh, Ball Wash. That's, yeah, that's Ball Wash. Really that good. Off your junk. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh huh. It's for guys on the go. It's for guys on the go. You know. You know. You got. You got your nut rub. Your back spray. And for everything else, nuts, butts, and your body. The funk off your junk. That's right. kind of hilarious. How do I get one of those? That's like smell a fun gift. Hash, hashtag uh, live balls out. Live balls out. Right. That's right. Guys, if you uh, if you go to uh, ballsy.com or ballwash.com, both of those companies work. If you use coupon code Radio Vegas, you'll get 15% off your first order. I'm going to smell the sack spray right, right. now. I want the ladies here at Radio Vegas to know what it smells like. So then when we walk by them, they're like, oh. Someone's fresh <laughs> <laughs> Guys, seriously, you gotta check out Ball Wash from the Ballsy Company. Mention Radio Vegas in that coupon code. Get 15% off. You won't be disappointed. Kicker Audio. Check it out, Mario. They uh, hit me up, the guys from Kicker. They said, Jay, you have done a fantastic job promoting these headphones. And, uh, they're awesome. Uh, they're all over Facebook. You have tweeted them. We know that you love the headphones. But how come you haven't talked about this wireless Bluetooth bullfrog we have and i said well to be honest with you you never sent me one we don't haven't tested it 
Within 24 hours, there was one delivered to my house. So now, this is gonna blow your mind, Mario. This is You're impressed. No dead space, speakers on both sides. Isn't that awesome? Very impressed. Uh, Kicker Audio, everybody, you gotta go there. Check them out online. Kicker Audio. Living loud. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389. That's 800-709-4389. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. Hey everybody, it's Crazy Jay and I want to tell you about ZipBiz. I know what you're thinking, Jay, you've been telling us about ZipBiz. Well, I have the brand new flavor right next to me and I haven't tried it yet, so let's open it and give this, give this a try. Get my bottle of water, shake that up. Now this is a brand new flavor, mango peach. I have not tried it, I'm looking forward to it. They have a wide variety of flavors, if you didn't know. They've got grape, fruit punch, orange cream, orange soda, iced tea, all fantastic. But let's give mango peach a try. Oh man, that is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of all their flavors, but nothing like this. Oh man, that is absolutely delicious. Mango peach, Zip Fizz, get it today. Visit zipfizz.com, tell them Radio Vegas, tell them Crazy Jay sent you, and get your mango peach today. Zip Fizz Energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb.
And we're back. It's Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. It's going on right here with Joshua Burns. Yeah. Yes. All right. We got some. (laughs) We got some. uh, It it seems like anytime there's someone in the public eye and then there's an old photo of a similar looking person in the past, then automatically (laughs) you're a time traveler. Yeah, these are great logical. Yeah, like, totally. That's like you get, jump to that instantly. I love As, these. Uh, no Greta, Greta Thunberg, who's been getting more publicity, she's you know talking out about climate change, rather young. Um, so they found this old photo of Greta, some girl. <laughs> I mean, they look, they do look really similar, but it's you know. Oh, yeah, I've seen that picture before. It doesn't mean she's a time traveler. Come on, man. But we can't rule that out. I, what if yeah. it's like time traveling through genes? Like they're really <laughs> related. Right. And there's like knowledge that was really carried through like a like the spirit of this ancient individual and their like spark of fire and willing to change the worldness. Opened up their DNA code and was like, I've been storing this for a long time and it is your time. Like chosen one type stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like she just unlocked it. And also their faces look the same. What if, no, what if that's a thing, like someone travels back in time, but it's not precise, right? So they have, uh, they bring back with them like technology to clone themselves so they can persist through the next generation until they get to the right uh, the time your... they're supposed to be at. Yeah, yeah. so you're saying she, she was sent from the future. Yeah. But she ended up too early in time. Yeah. But she was sent with technology to be able to pop back up later all cloned up. Yeah and uh, hidden in the dna code yeah and i i agree with this this makes the most sense for why these two <laughs> this is even better go back to the primordial primordial ooze and then you just throw your dna in there and you know that this world's yours now yeah. it'll keep popping up you're Sooner gonna see later, her someone's gonna look like that <laughs> every 120 <laughs> years she's gonna come back like changing the world for in yeah. her image right well both these people were environmentalists and their faces looked very similar so there can't be any other explanation well we just gave one yeah (laughs) it's seriously uh confirmed already but if so what i want to know is in this photo there's two other kids in this old photo also clones (laughs) who yeah who are these kids i mean now i mean this is obviously their younger time travel self you know, I want to know who they are now. But we I have guess facial we'll have recognition. We could just like Google search their faces. I guarantee they're in this generation too. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. No doubt. But I mean, like we all have doppelgangers. Like people, yeah. <laughs> it just is. I mean, I've seen pictures of people who look eerily similar to me, or I look eerily similar to them. I don't know which one's the clone anymore. Yeah. You know, like I'm probably the clone. You might have swapped places and not realized that. I know. You just, I mean, the mind boggles, man. Do you really remember what your mom looks like? No. Which tripped (laughs) tripped me out right now. It's like last Thursday. You can't prove that the whole existence of your reality didn't just pop into existence last Thursday and everything in your head is just programmed. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my my favorite ideas is like, oh, no, just uh, everything blinked into existence like last week and we all just think it's been uh, here forever. Yeah. No way to know for sure. This photo of her uh, 120 years ago 
is not the best photo either. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I mean, they do look similar, but you can tell there's definitely enough differences where you're not going to be like, those are the same person. Well, those eyebrows. Well, yeah. That's if, why we know it's a clone. I like the face she's making on the left more than the right. The right one looks all pissed off. Maybe right? if the girl made the same face in the left one, we could be okay, that's her for yeah. sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. The one on the left looks way too excited about everything. For sure. It's suspicious. I've definitely met like eight people that looked exactly like this little girl, though. And I've had people come up to me, angry at me for not being who they thought I looked like. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. Actually, in school, um, there was a, another Joshua Burns, same grade, and we look alike. And uh, to this day, I still get Facebook requests from girls and stuff, and then their boyfriend's yelling at me for the things he's doing. I'm like, it's not me. It's not me, man. It's the wrong one. They're like, you look so much alike. I was like, I know. I've been dealing with this since middle school. (laughs) Damn. Meanwhile, he's like bumbling around there, wrecking your rep. Yeah. He he sent this girl some some chocolates on uh, (laughs) Valentine's Day, and then I'm getting like the guy about to come beat me up, and he's even checking out my Facebook profile and still thinks I'm the guy. Oh, Damn. Man. So which That's one's rough. the clone there? <laughs> I know, right? It's both it's the like, clone. It's the original one you got who's causing all the havoc. Identity yeah. theft. Yeah. The clone's been an updated <laughs> and he's a more perfect human, so <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Man, there's gotta be like a like a field in your credit report for this kind of activity. Right, yeah, clone. <laughs> this is messed up. Ident- identity used by clone. Yeah. The government yeah. has a program for this. <laughs> right. Probably. If they can't stop all the fraud calls coming in, what hope is there for anything? The government's behind right? the fraud calls. <laughs> <laughs> the government wants to get on your phone and hear everything that's going on all the time. Yeah, they could just do that and not make it ring. Right, but they don't actually Spy have away. you. They don't actually have you talking and stuff. They want voice recognition. They want to hear what you sound like pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. When you blow up on them on the phone, then they're like, record that. If he ever does anything crazy, we can use this in court. It's good data. Yeah. Oh, it's good man. data. Get it. You getting this? You rolling? Damn. <laughs> All right. This This is just hilarious. This giant. It's a 22-foot statue of baby Jesus that looks like Phil Collins. Yeah. Back in the day, dude. <laughs> it's got like the same hair. Oh, my goodness. He had me a giant baby. Giant baby Jesus. <laughs> so great. Just, I mean, and that's it. But the way they did the hair, it does look like a uh, young Phil Collins. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to scroll this stuff down. We've oh, got, my God. Hold on. Let me make sure you guys can all see. Uh, greasy conversation on YouTube if you want to see, too. Wow. It's just so, so Phil Collins. Like, more than Phil Collins looks like Phil Collins. <laughs> that looks like a, like a South Park, like reminiscent of it it's like how they're trying to make it look cartoony yeah, yeah yeah i don't know why there's an elliot smith video playing at the same time but yeah and i don't what's he reaching for <laughs> he looks really excited it looks like he's reaching for me wow it's so big i just noticed the little person i i oh, thought yeah. this was like a couple feet tall it just let's see if we oh can... no it's 22 feet 22 feet tall ceramic baby phil collins this is amazing see babies are cute for a reason because they're small and the second you blow a baby up like to that proportions things don't look cute anymore they start looking creepy it's like 
very very eerie looking eyes and everything the facial expression like i might adult face (laughs) (laughs) i mean phil collins and that thing definitely look alike but why aren't the hands chubby the hands are just tiny hands yeah they're like normal creepy hands (laughs) they're like creepy hands for a giant baby man Oh, you guys have to look at this. The nose is so, like, British. There's no one uh, where Jesus supposedly lived that looked like this racially. There's another mistake. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't technically seen a picture of him. We just have a a really ugly-looking drawing of him. (laughs) Wait, so does this mean that Phil Collins... Is, is Jesus? Is Jesus like he was a time traveler, <laughs> and he went back, and then this is the real image of Jesus? That is a possibility. That's why he looks so happy on the right. He's like, they're almost ready. They're almost ready. <laughs> <laughs> real talk, though, it is suspicious that there's no records of Jesus until like 30 years after his, or no, like 230 years after his death. No one, uh, like, nothing happened for like 30 years uh, since, since him. Uh, with the records of it, the um, entire story is exactly like the story of Hero of the Romans. He was super cool with the Romans. His parents were going to go pay their taxes when they had him, like super good Roman citizens. He turned <laughs> water into wine, which is a uh, Roman slang for taking a piss uh, that the Jews wouldn't have known if Romans tried to uh, spread this story about someone fulfilling their religion and making mm-hmm. their religion obsolete by coming as their messiah. And so, meanwhile, we've got a whole uh, giant sect of humanity that was carried on from those people whose religion he supposedly fulfilled that never caught anything about him being their messiah. It doesn't line up with them at all. Just the people Until, that like, were... Until, like, way after the fact. Yeah, just the people that were uh, fringe Jewish mixed with pagan rituals that they just grew up with and didn't have anything concrete uh, that made them easy to subvert by Roman government like a whole uh, totally cool with the government willing to give himself up in his life to uh, to the law and be uh, forsaken by his own people Jesus is out there with Tupac on a (laughs) except it's like it just all fits together as the perfect story if you're a Roman and wanted to subjugate a people under you by yeah, getting totally. them to like follow a thing it's like perfect for that what's interesting about the bible to me is it like it's literally in history that they rewrote it three times yeah and they're like well yeah but the this version's the the real one it's yeah. the, it, everything's factual in there but it was rewritten three times why was the first one not good enough like it, <laughs> like nothing was canonized. we didn't edit it <laughs> and nothing was canonized until i believe it was 360 uh a.d and the Nicene Creed, the Treaty of Nicaea, which is the formation of the Roman Catholic Church. So there, like, practically wasn't an organized Christianity as we know it before the Roman Catholics, like, made it this thing under, like, there was, it filled a role in the Roman government. Yeah, totally. And it also subjugated all the pagan sects, too. So it was, like, an all-in-one subjugation uh, approved uh, corporate religion for the government. You know, even that time. The, the whole church thing is crazy. They went at, at one point in time, they went back 
and had to change the calendar for messed up time and they just made like a whole week disappear uh-huh. that's like that's more impressive than Jesus they're literally <laughs> like alright and this week never happened <laughs> all of a sudden it went from th- uh, December 7th to December 14th and nobody questioned anything it's like uh-huh. so if you're like past that in years and you'd say this was the exact date technically it's it's thrown off because of what the ha- they had to adjust and that's crazy to me that they just can literally go change it Time, yeah. time and perception and all that. It makes me think about still having to come up with that whole month's rent. Right. <laughs> 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 the Catholic Church does not care. They're going to collect. Yeah. You think that Phil Collins, after Saw This, is going to write another song? He's like, I can feel the second coming in the air tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Dude. Man, I hope Fucking so. Brilliant. I, I love Phil Collins, you guys. Me too. Real talk, this makes me so glad to see him honored in this way. To see this tribute to him in his in his life, before he uh, he hasn't passed yet, so we should have made statues like this of uh, Tom Petty and Prince before we lost them, so they could enjoy them like this. People could preach in front of them and stuff. <laughs> Real talk, though, how do you like learn or be spiritual or something with that staring down at you? Right, it's it's creepy. Like I, I feel like it's not staring into my soul. It's staring into like a cookie jar past me. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't feel like I need to repent for anything. I think he has a problem. He looks like he's got something that I, he needs to confess for. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it just it it eats souls and it's looking at your soul like a cookie jar. So that, hungry. So that is true too. That's what it. That's but what I it gotta say, like. with the positions of those hands and him being a baby, I think he's going for something else. Like. <laughs> It's a thirsty-looking child. Yeah, it's a thirsty-looking child. <laughs> I Dang. might go to hell for that one. Sorry, Mother Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think mm-hmm. we're dwelling on this one. You got one lining up? Um, somewhere. Behold. Somewhere, someday, another way. <laughs> uh, this cool photo released by NASA. Um, just some deep, just some galaxies, like love nasa battling it out man galaxy battle can i say that we've got way too many sick headlines to actually make it through today and i can say in advance so i highly highly recommend you can go here right now if you go to greasyconversation.com and give yourself a click on this episode there's a link to our very own google doc right here that we've got why am i clicking on share in front of you guys i shared it already (laughs) <laughs> you can go there right now, and you can look at these same wacky links and news jaunts of the last couple weeks and make sure that other people think that you're cool because of rad stuff you have to tell them. It's, it's valuable. It's valuable takeaway document. They They'll know. They'll, They'll know. know you're cool. That's right. <laughs> when it comes to quality documents, it's a document for the ages every week for you. Pick it up. I feel like you, you get to feel like a weird sleuthy spy and that you're seeing our actual shared Google Doc, too. It's not, like, posted on some blog. You're in our documents. The Behind ones we the actually... Scenes. Yeah. Yep. You got like, a VIP backstage pass. That's right. that's right. In our file cabinets, you're thumbing through our Watergate stuff. And don't judge my search history. <laughs> <laughs> so this galaxy battle thing, basically, what? To Andromeda. Two, we got UGC 1810 is battling with ARP 273, about 300 million light years um, away in the Andromeda constellation. So, and this happens like 
Could, I, I did know. you read that or did you just recognize it? Oh, no, that's, this isn't the Andromeda one. So oh, our, okay. our Galaxy, the Milky Way, and the Andromeda are on a collision course. Oh, okay. And I don't know if, I, if you might have noted this about me, but I'm a super big nerd when it comes to space. NASA, I watch documentaries about space and everything all the time. So oh, this, yeah. this kind of stuff got me a little excited when we said Galaxy Battle. I was like, I know exactly what's happening here. Yeah, we love that kind of stuff too on this yeah. show. So that was a thing. Yeah, and then ours is going to... I mean, I don't, what is it like five billion years or something, or is it far? Is it longer than that? I think uh, for us, it's gonna be it's yeah, it's in the billions. I think it's like two uh, two billion or two point four billion years. We're gonna end up starting the collision, but the collisions yeah. are gonna last for a long time. Yeah, like once our they start touching just um the outer rims of them, to when they actually collide and then fly past each other and then keep colliding back and forth and finally settling, is a process. It's gonna take like um who knows how long. Yeah, multiple billions of years. Yeah. Yeah, it's always crazy, but, I mean, shit happens, man. The black but holes like, in the center are crazy. You wouldn't even, like... I mean, we could... I wonder if you'd be able to tell. Like, at what point would you be able to tell that... Or you'd be able to feel effects on a planet that the galaxy that this planet was in was, like, colliding with another galaxy? They say that you can't tell unless you're close to the center of the black hole, where the um, main gravita gravitational attractions are going to concentrate. Gotcha. On the yeah, outer yeah. rims of it, you're just going to be a planet that just sees the Andromeda getting closer and closer and brightening up the sky. So you're going to just see it like, you know, all the swirls and everything, and it's going to look really colorful. And then once the two start hitting in the middle... You just have more stars then. Yeah, more stars, more <laughs> colors, more radiation. Like, just, it's... I mean, if you could speed it up really fast, it would look really cool, but it's going to take... It's going to move so slow that it would take generations to even notice a difference. Like, yeah. they wouldn't think anything different of the sky. Can we talk about some hot space pick reviews from the previous handful of episodes. For example, did you know that there's a theory that Planet X, which is uh, a planet we haven't visibly confirmed, mm -hmm. but just beyond Pluto, that's like Uranus-sized, uh, we see evidence in the gravity, gravity yeah. that there's something there, but we can't visibly confirm it. And people are starting to think that instead of it being just really crappy at reflecting light or blocking light is another issue. We haven't yeah. seen stars blotted out by it either. That possibly it's just like a tennis ball sized black hole. Or it could be a dead, um, dead star because most stars in the universe have a binary um, solar uh, connection. Like there's two stars that rotate around each other which is weird finding out that's the norm yeah that, like we're the we're the rare one in the yeah. in this equation so you're saying that there's another theory that rather than a black hole which uh would be more sucky than a dead a dead star could be a little bit bigger right yeah, well they well they, yeah they say that i i mean the black hole one i've heard this one too it'd have to it be would, a really little one yeah it'd be a little um it would or a really dense collapsed star that's not like a neutron star not like a white dwarf there's a brown dwarf, I believe, is what the what they said it was, and it wouldn't reflect light very well. Do you it would know be how shine? But we would still probably see that easier than we would find a black hole. I'd imagine the size would have to be. It's that size thing is the, making me think black hole time. That I'd imagine even a dead star would have to be close to planet size to be acting like a planet of rock. Planet of rock. It could be around uh, Jupiter size. Um, yeah, and that then, seems really huge. And the gravity is saying that it's like uh, Uranus size, I think, I believe. 
Yeah, it was, I think so I believe there's it's a they think that it could be in that elliptical orbit too, which oh, causes yeah. it to fly out for a very long time, and then yeah, that's and then point. it's not on our our visible plane because a lot of the time because it's on that orbit, it's behind the sun, so we can't really see it too well. And it's it's weird that uh, Pluto's so dang tiny too. Uh, compared to what we think, yeah. Yeah, when I grew up, there was a planet. Now we have a whole list of real planets, and then a whole list of dwarf planets. And now no one gives a crap about the other it's dwarf like planets. Planetoids and yeah, yeah. Like, like that other one that I think it's Ceres. That's or Ceres that's in the asteroid belt that's about Pluto type. something like that, right? Yeah, Sirius, something like that. I think Sirius is a star. I know. And then Sirius. That's why I'm like, which one is which? Or Ceres. But they have they have like four um when they when they declassified Pluto as a planet, they added like three other dwarf planets on at that time. Yeah, it's interesting if you don't already know this. I I seem like I don't, but I just don't remember right now cuz uh I wasn't I didn't bone up on this. There's so much in the universe if you remember everything. It's cool stuff <laughs> to check out. Yeah. It's a really fun thing to to get like that wow factor of rechecking out fresh. Yeah, uh, or just check out like photos that the the new Hubble takes. PBS uh, Space Time on YouTube is a recommendation that I have. Uh, PBS Space Time channel is very good. I like on the YouTube SciShow. SciShow? Yeah. SciShow is awesome. Also, Seeker. Haven't heard that one. Seeker. I'm surprised it wouldn't have recommended that with enough SciShows. How, how that's about uh, Vsauce? Vsauce oh, is that's amazing. Classic. Yeah, you can get some really good information on that one. Oh man, Blow if you mind. haven't binged some old Vsauce videos, you haven't really done YouTube. <laughs> right? For real. Yeah. I love space because it's like the further away from Earth you get, the more magical and like the more extreme things seem to happen. And people, like time travel, for example, is actually in space it's like a part of space and on earth it's it blows our mind but if you do the math and everything it's just a thing out there like there's tons of objects in space traveling through time literally all around us and we're like nah you can't time travel that girl probably fell into a black hole and came back into past too we didn't even go over that option yeah or that uh time isn't relevant to so many subatomic particles right that we've been thinking about as particles but really uh, something like the the Higgs boson isn't so much as a particle as that's a way to just deal with it in the math and a way to conceptualize it where really it's like uh, a point on a field and that this field doesn't care about time at all or all it does math. is grant mass so however much you stick to this field is how much massive you are but like that affects you in every direction so it doesn't that field doesn't have a dimension like we understand dimensions. Yeah, it's like that, a lot of my I like to I do a lot of my own theories and they almost all revolve around the laws of energy and a big one too even from uh, quantum immortality which as a real theory that they came up with I I actually had this theory and wrote it down and then found out that it was an actual scientific theory afterwards <laughs> but it pretty much has to do with like the energy inside your body when you die transferring over to the nearest universe that it is connected to because you're constantly traveling between universes because we're made of energy and energy is doing that so you just travel over to the next universe where you didn't die and keep going and you'll never die and then they say even when you finally do die your energy since it can't be destroyed goes back to another point in your life like not necessarily when you're a baby but it just keeps repeating so you can never actually prove it 
because the only way to prove it and show everybody is you got to kill yourself, but you'd be the only <laughs> one that knows. It's a really great, uh, if well, you haven't heard of it, look it up, quantum immortality. It's a really interesting theory. Well, with the fact that um, energy can't be created or destroyed, it just transfers states, uh, it's all, it's like that idea that when we drink water, it contains molecules that were dinosaur piss at some point. Oh, yeah. It's the same molecule. But what I think is really novel is organization. And I love uh, theories that work in uh, and value uh, or the organized or disorganized states of things, like entropy, how things tend to uh, entropy into disarray and disorganization. Yet, uh, when uh, molecules started getting sticky and hooking to each other and then starting to form chains and then starting to uh, want to like that, that step between that and the self-organizing where things start to want to perpetuate certain data, kind of like a virus, both biologically or in a computer, you can have a computer bug that causes self-replication and all of a sudden it's an issue or more commonly uh, similar to cancer in humans, if you have a bug that causes a loop, uh, it'll crash a computer program or make a computer freeze because it's stuck doing the same loop of creating uh, the same process over and over again, which is what happens when cells multiply out of control in a cancer. Yeah, in cancer so. state. So, like, these things happen naturally, but they're, like, self-organizing in that case. So uh, there's states where uh, energy and mass are being transferred back and forth, and then there's situations where... Uh, organization of data is going up or down. Like when we die, it's less organized until all these other organisms, which is another weird thing that's that word, but come in and separate it into all these base molecules again that they use for food. It's like Legos. Like they said, like the, the difference between life and death is life is a bunch of Legos put together yeah. and then death is a bunch of Legos knocked apart. But at the same time, there's no real difference. There's still Legos. So there is, is there really technically a difference between life and death? It's, it's all just kind of the same building blocks. And is the life how other people perceive our physical body doing things and these physical records left behind and these objects? Or is the life the pattern of electricity in our brains? One is energy and one is matter. Uh, but if that pattern of the energy can be perpetuated in, uh, in anything else... How are you? How are I, you not backed up in that case? I have a, a a a theory on why we're here and why we exist. But the main part of it that's important is that we're basically that life is the entire universe. It's like the just the ball of energy that is the universe. We're all connected to it, and we're like a kidney inside the universe. So there's no difference between us being alive right here and the empty space in the universe. It's all alive. So it's just it's a really your definition on what living and what being alive really means but if you think about uh, the energy in the universe is all connected as one giant wave of water it's like saying well is this one cup of water alive yeah. and this one cup's not how it's many like, things are alive without consciousness so that's also like a not uh, right? a weak word to, to use for when i'm really talking about like uh, they say like sentient sentience yeah. yeah and if sentience exists in this pattern of data if that pattern of data can be in a different physical holder than a lump of brain time, will that pattern of data be equally sentient? Is a weird question. Yeah, it's um, it was really interesting too. Is like uh, in space, like if the more we we can find these answers that we're trying to figure out on Earth by looking at the the building blocks of space and everything. Like in the large scale, how the sun and all the black holes interact is almost mirror to when you go down to the smallest scales and see how atoms and 
quarks and uh, molecules interact. Like, yeah. it's it's a huge scale, but but we can write data on this quantum scale now, and if we can do that with our clumsy hands, when we can only see uh, subatomic particles by blasting them apart with other subatomic particles, like someone using a hammer for hands to try to work on a car is like the best, most accurate we can do. And yet we're still able to write data onto crystals now. We were yeah, burning cool. data onto disks for a decade with smaller and smaller beams of light where the wavelength of the light had to be small enough like if, to, to put the dots on the disk to save data. That's so, an interesting thing too. And that, that data can then control real life stuff. This crystal thing is really cool because that will last really long time, but yeah. it's, it's weird. Like you said, the disk thing, even though that was an advanced technology, uh, it was not going to last as long. As, there's more things that could go wrong with it's that than durable. like a book. Like, yeah. you know, so we had this primitive technology for years and we, we think, oh, <laughs> we updated. We got this really cool disc. But it's like, yeah, but if the sun hits that wrong mm-hmm. or if it gets like, you know, the littlest scratch on it, then your information's screwed. But a book is like this book's 2000 years old. Yeah. It's crazy how sometimes like the technology gets better, but it's actually long longevity gets shorter. So but did you see that good. spooky Microsoft video that was super trending on youtube where the dude's in a blue glass box hollow mm-hmm. folks if you've seen this um oh i love that Ange said more stars are suns than we give them credit for that's <laughs> right so yeah that's our hella correspondent there a lot of this news came from her including this article so got a shout out to the team it's not just us two uh and it takes you folks out there too. hollow tell your friends this is a good opportunity to remind you that uh, the more we grow this, the more we can be full of valuable takeaway nuggets together as a community, greasy style. Um, droplets, do it. So, <laughs> give those nuggets out. Yeah, we'll drop right. a knowledge. He'll keep giving nuggets. I'm glad I trailed off on where we we're talking because it's actually uh, Bob Thornton hour right now. It's true. Time to pay him. Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique. Sorry, Pinches Tacos. I love them, but we did that the previous ad break. I'm not going to make you go through that again, but I am going to remind you personally that if you get that uh, blood orange margarita and mention RadioVegas.rocks to their face, then you can get a free Gringo Loco taco. And it's worth me mentioning this personally to you because it's a big deal. It's a good taco. What is Jesse Ray's barbecue? Well, it's a tiny, unassuming place with a modest menu of platters, sandwiches, and house-made sauces. Located at 5611 South Valley View by the smell alone, you're gonna know you're in the right place. Come try the award-winning slow-smoked ribs, chicken, pulled pork, hot links, and brisket. The sauce is also something to talk about as you will want to eat it with every bite. Here's a tip sauces are available for purchase when people ask you how do you like jesse ray's barbecue you'll say like most people i know i don't like it i love it jesse ray's barbecue is 100 percent legit stop on by for a meal that will satisfy your barbecue loving lips mention radio vegas.rocks for 10 percent off your order jesse ray's located at 5611 south valley view on the corner of valley view and russell come in take a bite find out why they're so award-winning Is your butt a crudely built birdhouse? No. Then why are you sanding it with toilet paper? Dude wipes have aloe vera to protect your sensitive side. 
See? Sensitive. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. Hey, Bobby, I feel like going out tonight, but I don't feel like going to this trip. Any ideas? I say we head over to the Golden Tiki over on Spring Mountain Road. I've never been. What's so great about it? Dude, they got some great, crazy drinks up there, man. And it's right in the heart of all the foot massage parlors, so if we can walk there, you know, we get a foot massage on the way back. Or in case we strike out, right? Man, you're not going to strike out. Dude, I get laid when I walk into the Golden Tiki. Really? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to the Golden Tiki, located at 3939 Spring Mountain Road, right in the heart of Chinatown. You're going to love it. This place is absolutely amazing. Come and check it out for yourself. 3939 Spring Mountain Road. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-238-4840. 800-238-4840. 800-238-4840. That's 800-238-4840. Let's face it, every once in a while, we all need a little help. A call to the bullpen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a product for you. Rick Knucklecock here to tell you about an exciting new product called Spunk Lube. Yes, Spunk Lube, the all-water-soluble lubricant that'll help you perform in the bedroom. Yes, Spunk Lube, you can use it to loosen pickle jars, play a game of hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. Use it to grease your ball bearings. Do you have a squeaky back door? Squeaky. Need to glaze a ham? Or how about frosted donut? Frosted donut. Yes, Spunk Lube. And boy, do I have an offer for you. If you call now and mention RadioVegas.rocks and order three jars of Spunk Lube, you get two for free. They often say two's a crowd, but three's a party. Spunk Lube. Visit us at SpunkLube.com. Let's talk about that a little bit more. So during the break, you're talking about, by the way, this is Greasy Conversation, the talk show on Radio Vegas, Dot Rocks. Greasy Conversation, Google it any way you like and pile yourself in and check it out on the YouTube too. Ring our bell for a second. Take a look at these galaxies with us. Take a look at these galaxies with us. Let's say that confidently without my last breath action. <laughs> but I was really stoked about what you were saying about how you've got like an anti-addictive personality. Anti yeah. And it's kind of like being, uh, it reminds me of a contrarian. We're just like, oh, something's too cool for everybody else. <laughs> it's like, my well, mom was like that, oddly enough. It was cool raising. It's not that I think that it's like trying, like, I don't think of it being too cool. I just, uh, I've always been paranoid of doing anything too much. Like, I, I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. Yeah, I, like I can to relate start to that. Doing like just things, but the second I feel like I'm spending too much time on that, I start wondering what else I could be spending time on or what I'm missing out on. So, and yeah. and my um, like friends when I grew up, I almost like I'd say eight out of ten of them uh, ended up having really addictive like drinking problems or you know uh, drug problems or stuff like that. 
and some of them even got addicted to like video games really bad and it crashed their life so uh, like world of warcraft when that came out like so <laughs> i funny. i'd really started like realizing that the the more control you have over that the better it is and you also can do more things and have more stories to tell and people ask like somebody that does the same thing over and over and over what's new you know if you've talked to them in the last month or two months it's not they don't have anything else to talk to you about but when uh, you come to my bar and i work at a, a bartender over there so people wait, ask wait, me what was the place that i forgot it's natalia's secret kitchen um it's Natias. on lake mead and rampart and they're monday through friday so i got um i'm at the bar if anybody ever wants to come drink and have some really good thai food and talk with us natalia's right. with an n right yep so sure we're they, I always just have something that. fun to talk about with my guests. Like, and then my other employees are like, "How do you, you know, bullshit people?" Oh, sorry. Or how do you, yeah? <laughs> no, <don't laughs> so, but yeah, it's internet broadcast. Oh, yeah, so I just, cool with that. But yeah, I tell them all the time. I'm like, I just, I just tell them what's actually going on in my life, and I try to make sure that I keep doing exciting things. So, I think, it's, and my ex-wife, she became an alcoholic too. So, she does. Uh, it, you know, there's just a lot of lot of benefits to not having an addictive personality. You can go out and do fun things with people, and then wash your hands of it. Yeah. Nice. I'm in my second wife. I'm in the having an ex-wife club. <laughs> <laughs> ex-wife <Yeah>. club. <laughs> totally. Sometimes it takes a couple tries. Yeah. I'm working on the next one. The next <laughs> ex-wife. I still have to marry her first. <laughs> <laughs> well, first you just have to, like, break her will. You can't, you can't, don't, you can't count it happening in the opposite order. <laughs> She's up that alley. I'm just like, if you want the paper, I'll give you the paper. But just so you know, I've been divorced before, and it's ten times more expensive than a wedding. <laughs> Damn. So it's good to take your time. Test test the waters a minute, but I mean if you spend like I feel like that best friend rule is it, like if it's someone that you would kick it with all the time as a buddy anyway, then that's the that's the test. Well, my ex-wife and I were actually very good friends, and best friend kind of thing was why we you know got together and everything. But I'm not saying we were, that works every time. We were better off to, and we're really good friends now, even though we you know we don't. Oh, sick! But so like we have a really great relationship. But when we were together. It wasn't really the best thing for us. We have a kid together. We love our kid. We're good people together. But uh, it, together, it was kind of more toxic than anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we still have a great, we have personality, great uh, humor together. Like we always, when we're around each other, it's always laughter and good times. But much better that there's no complications with the relationship behind it. So I'd say sometimes it is better to just be friends with people. Well, for sure, because yeah, you, you remind sure. me of something else in that uh, I have great friends that I love as friends, but I wouldn't be business partners with them. Oh, yeah. Or definitely. roommates. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess that friend thing in a relationship is only like a one factor deal where like really you <laughs> to marry someone, you should be a good roommate too. Yeah. yeah. And also a business partner to be married with someone that you wouldn't have as a business partner sounds terrifying to me. Like, I love you with limits. <laughs> there's so much business that happens in my marriage, at least. Right. It's like a small business. Definitely. You have and to make mutual decisions together. Yeah. And, and trust each other's judgment and trust them in their departments. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing. And like balancing that and making sure that it's fair is a lot like a business partnership. That's very true. Uh, that's what relationships should be. It should be equal. Otherwise, like you got the people that are, you know, the breadwinners, and it's it is a business still. But you got a manager and you have an employee. That might work for some people in a certain way, it, but it, it feels awkward to me. Yeah, well, it's I still don't get a, it's that. still a business. It's still a yeah. working business. But you have an employee who feels that they're taken advantage of, and you have a manager who thinks he has all the power. And mm. then a relationship that you know usually doesn't go so well. Yeah, there's a. a what is the imbalance? Yeah. 
Yeah, or you can have like, thing. or you can have like best friends until you lend someone like five hundred bucks or something, you know? <laughs> right, and then, <laughs> and then all then of a sudden, like, and then all gone. of a sudden, like, and there's that rule that people say they're like, never, never lend your friends an amount of money that you wouldn't be okay with just giving them. You know, like if if you have a friend and they're like, I need to borrow this amount of money, and you know, like if they didn't, wh whether whatever you believe about their ability to pay it back or their intention. I mean, they could fully intend to pay it back and shit happens, whatever. But if you're like, if you know lending them that money and not getting it back would like ruin the friendship, don't lend them the money. Yeah, it's like, with, I, same thing with like gambling. I have the same rule. I, I won't ever go to the casino to gamble money that I, I'm not okay with losing. Yeah, it's totally. That's so it's, and that's a thing. That's it's, the most, it's a friendship that's, yeah. gamble. I'm going to give you this money. It's a gamble. I might get it back. <laughs> yeah, but if you're okay with that, like if, if they pay you back, like great, or they pay you back part of it, like fantastic. But... You know, you can lend it with them with the intent to, like, they're going to pay it back. And if they don't, you can still be friends. You know, if you can still be friends with them, then, like, I always like that sometimes my friends in the past have been pretty clever with how they pay you stuff back. Like, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. pay you back, like, oh, yeah, well, I bought you dinner for this. It's like, I bought you dinner <laughs> all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So how come because now you owe me money all you buy sudden, me dinner? <laughs> every transaction now is, like, goes pay. toward the payment. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, all right, well, I'm not making any transactions with you for the rest, like, Yeah, until, <laughs> until it's paid back, yeah. Yeah. You gotta take me out to dinner another uh, fifteen times. I didn't and know how this is how it worked. Otherwise, all those uh, times I took you out to dinner, I'm just gonna tally on to what you gotta pay back now too. Right. <laughs> Man, yeah. where are these friends at that take friends to dinner? I just do it. Dutch. <laughs> I know. I have to say, I, I, Crazy Jay is the one friend that like I swap meals with a lot. Yeah. And I would also say that he's more generous than me on I'm, the feedings. I'm a generous friend, so you know <laughs> if you guys want to eat. <laughs> I love karma. I do nice things for people because it comes back to you. Everyone nice. else, it's more. I mean, Craig and I have swapped back and forth some little things and stuff. But yeah, for sure. Otherwise, it's maybe you know what it is. I don't go and eat with people enough at all ever. Yeah, because I'm either. like, oh, yeah. I bet you it's just Dutch all the time. I'm like, no. When's the last time I ate a meal with one of my friends like at all ever? <laughs> I just don't do this. It's it's a hole in my life probably. But I've been making cool gadgets. Check yeah. out my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, right. I've been doing sick introverted stuff for also doing this extroverted action. And I've made for you folks a gallery. Uh, and my Instagram is, uh, you know, it's, it's it, there's a lot of plugs, I know. But this is seriously cool. If you check out Waz supposedly on Instagram or just go to waz.lol, W-O-Z dot L-O-L. That's recently been revamped for the business side of this entertainment enterprise that you're witnessing right now. There, uh, there's things I build for people, electronic-y stuff for art, where arts and electronics meet, whether it's LEDs or sensors for interactive music, uh, that's the thing. And um, I guess I was just going to plug that, and then I, I was going to segue to some other thing, but that's how Let's that goes. Let's jump on. We got some, uh, I got some We're running out of time. funny news so much, stories, I know. So much good news. So this, I just found this, it's just pretty funny. This... It was a, it happened in Florida, and it's just this video of apparently this dude's dog hopped in the car, I guess while it was like parked and still running. Florida. And yeah, then the dog, <laughs> and then the dog hit the, uh, somehow put the car into reverse, and because it was parked on a cul-de-sac, so the car just was like driving around in reverse with a dog in it for like an hour. For nearly an hour. This is what? so great. Yeah. This is why I own a cat. <laughs> right. You know what I mean. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, man. dogs be hijacking cars and shit. Cats just try to kill you on the stairs, which... Yeah, yeah, I can or anywhere, yeah. I love that this starts with a vehicle commercial. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, Brought yeah. to you by... 
Oh, man. The car that won't get stolen by a dog. When Dell and Intel's ad are teaming up to get in front of the ad that's playing at the front of your video, you don't have a real... You know you're in trouble. Yeah, media experience going on. This is the look at other media outlets ads show, you guys. Get ready. <laughs> it, it's going to be brought to you by Ford, which stands for For Our Reckless Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fox 5, local Las Vegas, bringing it with the heat. I, maybe it's living in Las Vegas, but um, I, I know there's a lot of stigma uh, for and against Fox News, and we're not aligning either direction on that, except when Fox... Our local Fox reporters bring the weird stuff so good. Yeah, well, I think lo local <laughs> Fox channels generally, that's like the the major Fox outlet that people usually have issues with. I'm just but. saying, this happened all out in Florida, and it was news I needed to see. I needed oh, yeah, to see totally. this car drive yeah. backwards with the dog. <laughs> Again, <laughs> driving better than most Las Vegas people. Right? That's why it's news. They're like, man, yeah. someone get this dog a license. So wait, how did the accelerator get stuck down? I'm not sure. I, it might just be like whatever the... Because the dog looks like he's like in the backseat. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying because it could coast. Yeah, it's just cruising. Because you know, like if you if you happen to drive but your foot's off the gas, you're still going to go like whatever point, however, miles per hour, whatever it is. Uh, crawling. Yeah. Yeah, you're so still, it's just crawling. Still... This is where we should have had the rats driving thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just remembered, I, I remembered that I threw this on there Thank goodness, yesterday. because we're having a theme of animals driving. Right, it just fits from the perfectly beginning. into it. I feel like I'm having a good episode in spite oh, yeah. of my little diatribes there. Only you are. Check out my shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah. Hey, oh, great. Yeah. That's not a McDonald's reference either. <laughs> <laughs> we're not plugging. Speaking of we're addictions. not plugging. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of addictions, I have a problem with. All right, so All right, so we're in we're in chug territory. Oh yeah, we've got so many fun ones. All right, this is another one I found, which which might be common knowledge, or at least the fact that we were lied to about food growing up, but you know that a glass of orange juice is part of a complete breakfast or part of a nutritious breakfast actually orange juice is pretty sugary not all that healthy for you yeah acid. Uh, and the so th this article just makes a point that you know while we were told that the actual nutritional profile of a glass of orange 12 ounce glass of orange juice that's 153 calories yeah i didn't know that i mean i think that they lie about all the breakfast stuff like i mean it really if even milk like Everyone, if they say oh, milk it, is silly. Everyone's yeah. like, you're uh, you're lactose intolerant. No, actually, you're just not supposed to be drinking a baby cow's milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. morning dessert or morning <laughs> breakfast. It's not good for bones. But man, it's really great in candy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like milk as a treat is so good, but as a staple, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like I love dairy, anything, cheese. Well, even like the food pyramid. The Which pyramid. was like it's totally total, the pyramid. Yeah. It's a pyramid scheme. It was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And what was it? it? It was like lobbied by I like mean, it was agriculture companies. Yeah. All the agricultural corporations brought came together for that for what they could. Make yeah, the they basically created it and then just yeah. told Congress to. They're like, hey, but this shit. is this is what you should have kids eat every day. Yeah, you need 
You need 12 servings of bread throughout the day. Yeah, right. that's it. That's the Load ticket. Load them up on cheap grains. Yeah. We've got and we, lots we, of... we, as humans, totally took that pyramid and turned it upside down. We were just like, oh, sugar is going to be the base of mine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Since I've been lied to anyway, let's right. just start bad. Oh, man. Who gets wiped out, though, when there's too much sugar too early in the day? I have to nap it up extra. I, yeah. It really gets me now. And some people, like, instead of coffee, they just take those five-hour energies or, like, all these crazy things. No, I'd love five-hour energy. I mean, There's I, no sugar I crash it. if I have anything that's, like, you know, if it builds you up that fast. Maybe it's how you respond to B vitamins. Because I'm one of those people that B vitamins, instead of caffeine, I definitely have less of a crash from. Right. But I, a five-hour energy, I'll, I'll have a bottle uh, throughout two days. If I have the whole bottle... Yeah, I, I, it says no crash on it, but I'll definitely crash just from getting that ramped oh, yeah. up. That's too much for you me. You guys know what Thrive is? The the pills and patches and stuff? It's, it's basically uh -huh. just a, like every vitamin in the book. If you look at the back of it, it's just like B, 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 C, D, 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 all Especially the way down. Especially those Bs, though. Yeah, I take that every day, and I mean, hmm. those are good. Like I don't, I I don't have to worry about so coffee. Much. I don't get sick of that stuff. I you know doesn't make you crave candy it helps with a lot of stuff hmm. but those energy drinks anything that's like you know builds you up like so fast and gets right into your bloodstream and then like makes you all shaky like two or three hours later you're taking a nap on the floor like behind the desk at work i have, I have, ma boss. I have major caffeine problems man like I, addiction to lots of it oh yeah yeah, yeah. i have like and i know and like i this just dude loves him the caffeine i just love caffeine man it's like the perfect amount of stimulant for I me. I had a caffeine addiction when I was younger when my mom used to just keep buying Dr. Pepper. And you know, as a kid, you just drink whatever your parents yeah. bring in. Yep. And next thing you know, you're shaking when you, why, why? And then you have one, you stop shaking. You're like, there might be a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> I am too young for this kind of stress. Or as a kid, I had like, I don't know if it was, it was sugar and caffeine, but my, uh, I like withdrawal. My parents, I'd go visit my parents in New York in the summer and they just drank soda constantly just pepsi constantly man and so as a kid i'd drink like three of the big gulps or the big slams which oh, is like damn. a liter i'd drink three of those a day as a kid man and then one day i didn't drink when i was just like paralyzed from a fucking migraine yeah which i'd never experienced before it was just like well, caffeine the, the like, actually that one of the main ingredients in like tylenol or something that helps you with headaches is caffeine oh, yeah. yeah yeah so like in you when you're dependent on it and then you're out of it all of a sudden everything sucks yeah. i want to say it's excedrin or one of those uses caffeine for for migraines for sure yeah medicine that like a lot of these things that we we drink an abundance were originally made in small doses for medicine, like gin and tonic and stuff like that. Like, well, you take something that works great to cure a thing, and it gives you that thing if you don't have the thing. Right? <laughs> and, uh, like the flus. B vitamins, I tell you, for me, five-hour energy, little nips. Just take, have a little bottle in my pocket, just take little nips throughout the day. Just span the bottle out over two days. That's my way. It's just like, just a microdosing B, vitamin B. Basically, You're doing it over two days, it's 2.5 hour energy, or yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't want to use all five hours right away, right away. Yeah, I just take little 15 time. minute, <laughs> half hour nips off of that five hours in there. I get like 10 doses. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a superpower. The math checks out. Also, Zip Fizz, it's not just the sponsor, and there's actually a legal obligation that I have to mention that they're a sponsor before I plug them, but I love them anyway. Zip Fizz, uh. I toss that in a drink. I have this thing called a cablaminoid <laughs> where you that take Diet Coke horrible. and put Zip Fizz in it and you don't do it a lot. 
<laughs> because it's really like significant. You do in the bathroom a Yeah, it makes you do something in the bathroom if you're yeah, not ready. It really starts the day off. This is uh, where you came up with the idea, <laughs> the name. Oh yeah, so you have a kablaminoid. That's something you want to nip on too. That's something you want to carry around. If you can like have a beverage with you as you go about, that's one for that. You don't just chug a kablaminoid. You'll cough like uh, you won't have uh, enough liquid for all the suspended particles that are rushing into you and snapping you up your <laughs> you got to create a commercial for this and pretty much lead with how you just said it <laughs> kablaminoid yeah taking small nice. doses you'll die if you don't don't have it a lot <laughs> like it's like the commercial at the very end where they do like all the medicine like they make it sound great and then like at the very end they have that fast talk you <laughs> yeah. uh, they speed up like 3x yeah, yeah. it's like oh you may die do not yeah. take it pregnant <laughs> it, it yeah. hardens the uvula Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. For her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> now, so. imagine your uvula. That's your throat dangle ball. That thing getting crusty, getting that, stiffening that up. I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like a porous stone. I'm going to look at that in the mirror. All right. What did I <laughs> just have? It. I just, just had where I was going. Where was I going? That... That dramatic war theme over like, hmm, what was that? Why, why is that? Pretty oh. sure the last thing I heard was uvula. <laughs> oh yeah, this dude. All That's right. A funny combination. This this dude, our good buddy Ted Pelkey from Westford, Westford, Vermont. Look him up. He uh, <laughs> he up. paid four thousand dollars to get a giant statue of a hand, flipping the middle finger, so he could give his whole town the middle finger. Uh, apparently there's just some issues he wants to like build a garage and they're not letting him build a garage honestly that's like the only thing i've heard about vermont in my entire life so <laughs> it's probably something that has to do with that too right like this is place this... is so shitty that we don't talk about it so yeah. it just deserves a middle finger sorry if there's anybody out there from vermont listening in we love you but right I, well it's only from his town maybe the people in his town are right are shitty but yeah it's oh, just nice like, he just gets so fed up, he just uh, was like, fuck everyone. There's two little lamps below the giant middle finger statue shining up yeah. at it. Yeah. It's up on a high pole, and it's aimed at Vermont, at this neighborhood. Yeah, his, his town of Westford. I would love is, that, to be... is that even, like, a, illegal, though? Like, is that some, like is, that's a freedom of expression still, right? That's... It is not illegal. It's not. Not at all. And uh, even by the town statutes, they have signs, uh, laws against signage. But since it's a statue and not any kind of sign, it's uh -huh. it's right along. So if he puts any words on that, then he's screwed. Correct. $4,000 this cost him. I would love to be the artist that got this gig. Right? It probably all went to materials. I mean, that metal pole and, like, the framework for that and the lighting. You have to get power to it. Four grand seems like kind of a good deal. Yeah. It seems pretty large. I mean, you can see uh, on the ladder when someone's, like, they're erecting it for the first time. I mean, it looks to be probably like six feet tall almost. So. We're judging the, the economic length. value of this. Yeah, I mean, it's a good deal. <laughs> it's a good investment. Do you yeah, think, yeah. You think that he modeled his own hand? He's like, oh, I yeah. Want, I oh, want you it, better I believe it. I want it to be just my hand. Exact yeah. everything, same color, same knuckle size, everything. Yeah, well, if you're going to spend $4,000 on a giant statue of giving your town the middle finger, it better be after your own goddamn hand. You got to let them know it's from you. Some, like, pro-right activist is going to get up there and just put the second finger up and make it a giant peace sign. 
<laughs> this is my neighborhood. <laughs> this hand, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost sure that this is Phil Collins' hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> All statues this year must resemble Phil Collins. Yeah. That's written in the universe. Right. All right, should we do our last uh, last little Billy Bob yeah, around quick, Bill Preston Esquire's? Quick little Preston Esquire payment. Um, stick around. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, listen up, guys. I'm here to tell you about Ball Wash. That's right. Ball Wash wants you to stay clean, smell great, and be fresh. Let's face it. It gets a little funky down there. Nobody likes it. So Ball Wash, it's all about quality grooming products for men that work hard, play harder, and care what they put on their body. Ball Wash, Sack Spray, and Nut Rub are the ultimate trio keep your package in perfect condition. I gotta tell you, I was skeptical at first, but I tried the ball wash, you know, for your nuts, butt, and body with activated charcoal, and it is a feeling like no other. But it's cool, because they've also got the sack spray. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> they don't disguise what it is. It's definitely for the sack, and uh, it's awesome, because it neutralizes odor and irritation. We know it gets a little hot and gummy down there. It's disgusting, right? We're disgusting. Uh, and they've also got the nut rub. You gotta love the nut rub. Ballwash.com is where you're gonna wanna go. You're gonna wanna enter the coupon code Radio Vegas. You're going to get 15% off. Got to check them out. Guys, it is totally worth it. Get Ball Wash today. Go to ballwash.com. Coupon code. Remember it. Radio Vegas. And you're going to get 15% off. Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yes! Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? Yes! The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. -E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score and you can fix it right now so please make this free call and change your life 877-857-1658 877-857-1658 that's 877-857-1658 Hey, Radio Vegas Rocks listeners it's your favorite troublemaker Sober Sal from the Not Playing Stupid Podcast I'm headed to Summer Meltdown this weekend to partay and do you think this is dinner has time to sober up or take a shower to that four-day music festival? No, ain't gonna happen. The cool things I don't need to. I got dude wipes. Dude wipes aren't your typical ass wipes. Dude wipes are made from plant-based fibers and are actually certified as flushable. Not only are dude wipes alcohol fragrance-free, they're also lined with aloe and vitamin E to ensure your anus isn't so heinous. So go to dudeproducts.com and use checkout code SHARTWEEK and you'll receive additional 15% off your entire order. Someone has to take care of your ass. It might as well be you. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. The Rockin' Cavity Show with Crazy, Crazy J. 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 Our special guest here, the one and only, Bobby Sleep. You know, just listening to the opening, I just forgot how stupid the show was. I knew it was stupid, but I just forgot how stupid. Well, we're here to remind you. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It's, I've been reminded. <laughs> Thank you. The Rockin' Cavity Show. That's right. The Devil's Onion Ring. <laughs> that's what I, I learned that from the rock and comedy show that's a recent episode if you go to rockandcomedyshow.com <clears throat> look up that episode and have a good time especially especially 
if you like euphemisms for the butthole. Anyway, we're back. The submarine of knowledge is here. I've got to switch over the camera things. Yeah, so there's a new, new trend in Silicon Valley called dopamine fasting. Oh, yeah. This is a, so click on the link for this one because this is super misnamed. There's all this controversy going on uh, about this hip trend of dopamine fasting and people taking it too far in Silicon Valley where they're just abstaining from anything they get any kind of like rise out of when really the creator of it who acknowledges it doesn't have the best name talks about more like you should spend like family time and be social and just avoid stress. It's more like meditation. Yeah. And like to, you know, reducing your time on like social media and stuff like that, that is like compulsive um, triggering You're just giving of, in to compulsive behavior and, and habits. Yeah. So it's like, you know, don't do things that are trigger your brain's reward system like constantly. You yeah, know? it's more like habit fasting because other experts in this article have talked about how you can't um, expect your brain to just not release dopamine when you're pleased by something. It's like part of the pathway of the data even going through of you perceiving that that's even something that you could be pleased by. We'll be so drones if we didn't have that effect. Yeah, you can't get up in front of that. Yeah. It's like you, you have to blindfold yourself. So you might as well enjoy what there is to enjoy and just avoid the compulsive behavior. And that was what the intention of this. But now that you've heard it here, you're going to see people bumping into uh, versions of this that are taken way too far. Yeah, like there's people who are just like avoiding conversations with people yeah that's just an that, excuse that, to be like, that makes sense though but like I, there's a a really big thing on how people um today are on their phones all the time and every time they get a text message and every time they get like some notification it drips dopamine so we're also saying that when we give cell phones to kids we're giving them drugs and then they get addicted to the that feeling so but then when they have a conversation with the person in real life they can't keep it going because the second it hits that dead zone they feel like something's wrong because they're not getting their fix. So then they panic and then they're like, ah, okay. And then they, their fight or flight instinct kicks in. And then they're like, I just got to run away. I wish notifications gave me dopamine. They give me cortisol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I did that stress hormone every time my phone yeah. tries to reach me for anything. I'm super avoidant about like messages and stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I just wanna... like want it to go away right away. Let's cortisol fast. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if I, you guys be a good study for that. <laughs> like, if I could, oh, if sure. I could cortisol fast, like I'd be fucking doing it already. <laughs> Shit, man just like there's got to be like a cortisol vacuum you can just like yeah. suck it out maybe. i'm always on silent sometimes i set my phone down and i do something in another room for 20 minutes and it's weird to me that this can be controversial with some people yeah then it's a like, lot of people are like you don't care about my life <laughs> like <laughs> what if something bad happened to me i'm like call 911 don't call me right? <laughs> yeah. like, what you am i gonna me do first while, like, like what if i got robbed uh still yeah <laughs> I'm not going to be able to stop compulsively checking my phone at least every hour or two. That should be good enough. I'm not an ambulance driver. <laughs> right. You know, what not do you... Batman. <laughs> you don't need to look. I don't want to live a life with responsibilities that uh, require my attention sooner than every hour or two. Which sounds really like... Respectable in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound too crazy of an ask when you say it out loud like that. But that's not a situation most people live in. And I understand kids are one thing. 
I'd want to be like quick access for kids if I had them. But since I don't, like, it's just this instant gratification world. Everybody, yeah. you don't. I don't think it's a good thing because it's like when the, if a plane crashes in China and we know about it instantly on our phone, when we feel like that just happened in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good thing, because if you think about it in the past, they used to have newspapers, it would, like, they'd have to get printed, and then it would take a little bit to get to you. By the time you read it, you're like, oh, well, that happened like a couple of days ago. It doesn't hit you like, oh my God. So that, <laughs> yeah, that checking your phone thing all the time, it builds a bad habit for you. Start, people st- start thinking the world's darker than it is because the news always says bad stuff. Oh yeah. And if you're yeah. always checking it, you're like, Oh my god, another bad story. Terrible Every stuff is minutes. happening all the time. All the time. Yeah, like constantly. There's terrible th- well yeah, there's a lot of fucking people on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> if you put your phone down for a minute, you start looking around at like the nature or like a like a dog or something, like it's all happy, but the second you pick it up you're like, Anthrax <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Get inside, kids. <laughs> like, right. Or the real hack that I wish I could do more regularly, which is like close that put the moon on and use that same device to like look at some nature and look at some happy stuff and just not look at notifications for a minute that sounds impossible it sounds hilarious that even suggests this oh that should be an app everyone like, just needs a second phone that's like your right? happy phone well, happy. That no one has a number for it's just wi-fi only there should be an app that like makes you look at happy I- images a-, a certain amount of time throughout the day or you can't access your phone (laughs) (laughs) which could be really bad if you need to call 911 you have to like scroll through like just 15 images of just like puppies or kittens or something inspirational (laughs) quotes obviously there'll be a little button on the bottom like that you can press to call 911 or something because that would probably be the only controversial issue with that but i could see that being an actual thing like i can't get to this text message until i read five (laughs) inspirational quotes written by really sad ladies <laughs> stare into this pony's eyes yeah. for 10 uninterrupted seconds verified by the webcam to unlock your phone facial recognition that was what i was gonna say it, you have to make facial recognition eye contact for a certain amount of time the pony will know if you're lying yeah and if you the more you break eye contact and can unlock your phone the fluffier the pony gets <laughs> to make it easier on you like you can't break eye contact with this fluffy pony and then they could have like a little kitten on there that you're staring at and your phone keeps vibrating as if it's like purring and stuff oh in your man oh, see nice. dude cuteness this is uh, the by the way trademark yeah. Joshua Burns you can't take this one maximum cuteness <laughs> the kitten petting app note, that- note to self create app <laughs> haptic feedback purring mechanism oh man at the right hertz at the right hertz level too yeah these new phone uh, vibrators are supposed to have a lot of granularity to their little vibrate feedback i think we might be close to kitten territory it, I it just, should be looked into i never can hear the word vibrator without <laughs> 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 pausing <laughs> bad adult talk okay <laughs> No, we've talked enough about those before, too, especially with all the stuff about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And let's see. We're at the tail end now, folks. It's time yeah. for News Chug. So this one, I this sounds familiar. I think we may have covered this, but it's still, still interesting. Um, Technology still advancing these. Scientists are using E. coli bacteria to make uh, psilocybin. Yeah, Instead mushroom. of just growing mushrooms. This, this bacteria is growing the chemical rather than getting it from a psilocybin mushroom. Yeah, they've just basically... That's weird. Yeah, they just modified um, some E. coli bacteria so that it, as waste, it produces 
um, psilocybin. And it produces it pretty quickly. So you can get a, a decent amount because they're starting to do a lot of uh, psychological testing, I guess, because psilocybin can be helpful it's for like PTSD. Um, just a lot of just uh, it can kind of reset your brain. Well, yeah, speaking of cult things so. that work really well for some people and don't for others, there's been tests on psilocybin. There's been tests on Special K, tests on ayahuasca, all for post-traumatic stress and to help people uh, break free of addictions. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's going to be more and more stories about and anecdotes, these things not working for people. There's going to be horror stories. But I hope that people can see past that and understand that every psych med is like that too, where it's yeah. not a one size fits all situation. So one of these will work great for one uh, troubled veteran and the other one won't work so great for this other um, post car crash traumatized housewife. People are different and they go through different things and chemicals work differently on different people. But what does work great for everyone, a product that I think is uniquely one size fits all. Um, well, first, would you like to smell like a video game? I think most people would. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the video games of your fantasy or like just like a warm plastic. <laughs> like when you get that. Oh, my God. Just before you get that red ring of death when there's like dust and uh, Chinese factory scents just wafting into your living room. <laughs> That's the kind of smell I'm looking for in a body wash. And Australian brand Lynx has brought this to us in Xbox branded body spray and body wash products. yeah it looks suspiciously like kind of like axe yeah very much like axe i'm sure it's to a target market that is similar yeah yeah but i i wouldn't have a problem with a beautiful woman or a beloved relative or a bank teller smelling like that that hot plastic kind of scent so this is a real thing yeah <laughs> oh here's why it's axe's parent company unilever Ah, and then Lynx is under that um, parent company, so they that should have just called it makes Xbox. Sense. Xbox, dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> this fucking guy, yo, they're they're really dropping the ball on this, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, shit, they should just like drop a check to Josh right now. Shit, man. <laughs> like that was that's way better than uh, what do they lift your game? I don't. Like, game. It's like the tagline, I guess. It I like smells like success. <laughs> it's like the that thing where you really really just want to radiate nerd. You're like, yeah, it's, they're gonna love me at GameStop. Or like, today. what it, what does it smell like? Does it smell like a dude who's been like trapped in his or has trapped himself in his room and like just played a uh, World of Warcraft for it like could, if the that's whole what week? it smells like, you don't need a body wash or an axing. You already got that natural. Yeah, <laughs> right. Most it, likely, whoever's buying this already smells the way that this is going to make you smell. It complements uh, the smell of Doritos <laughs> and Gatorade. It doesn't mask these smells. Mountain Dew. It forms a bouquet with Mountain Dew and cheese puffs. And they even got like the Baja, the Baja, the yeah. Baja Blast variation. That's what I was thinking. It's too. Baja adjacent. If they don't, <laughs> then they're going out of business. It's it doesn't just make you smell like smells that you have. It forms a bouquet of associated smells that go along well with uh, 7-Eleven products. And you get your extra trading car smells too and they're like your magic <laughs> gathering buddies will be like, man, he brought his A game today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you smell like... He's uh, not playing around today. (laughs) You smell like frags. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, back to the, the other thing though, you were saying like the testing of drugs. I wonder how many people are like actively trying to figure out where they could go to be the tester of the new psilocybin stuff and like they want to be that guinea pig. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I would be interested in it just to see because it's still in a clinical setting. So even if you're getting dosed, like you're going to be in a room, you'll be I mean, you'll be comfortable, but there's going to be either a doctor or a psychiatrist there with you monitoring you and taking notes. So it's not like a, just like a druggy deal. Yeah. Imagine though, this is going to be the funny part about this is like the drug dealers are going to be like giving shrooms to people and they're going to be, is that that, that normal stuff? Is that that, that E. coli? <laughs> yeah, you oh, got man, that, the E. coli brood. This is the E. coli. It's the good stuff. Right. Oh man, Mikey in the chat saying, I want to smell like covenant blood. Covenant blood. Oh yeah. Halo. Master Chief. <laughs> probably that thing probably makes you smell like the inside of Master Chief's armor. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> Which just has the smell. Some awesome. girls love it. Some girls love it. Some yeah. guys love it, too. I don't like people right. smell. I like my, I like people to smell like, like plastic. Yeah. Like I, I like my ladies to smell like... Uh, just like, like that brand new dolls. Xbox. <laughs> like an aisle of a grocery store. Oh. <laughs> That's how I like my women to smell. You know what I'm saying? The... the the house cleaning one aisle, dude. <laughs> what aisle of the grocery store do you <laughs> yeah. like your significant other to smell like? Let us know in the chat. I want to smell like the mops. Now, as the much produce as we, section. Uh, produce section? Yeah. That you like them healthy vegetable bitches? Yeah, with a fine, like, mist. Yeah. Just, just after a fresh mist. All right, that's actually hot. I was thinking, <laughs> as much as I'm not into sugar all the time, eating it. That bakery smell on a lady. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's actually, I think that's actually a thing. I've, I've known that, like, they have uh, imitation smells, and, and you can do that. I want to smell like a fresh out of the kitchen. Yeah. It's for the women that want to pretend they're a housewife and they know how to cook. Like, they just yeah. spray it on themselves. <laughs> Honey, I didn't do anything today, but <laughs> I got I'm going to fool your senses. I got that. I've been cooking a pot roast all day. Yeah. <laughs> mm, meaty smells. It's called grandma's uh, I'm talking about that bunt cake, bitch. Right. <laughs> so we got, we got app ideas and we have new uh, perfumes new and fragrances. Hell yeah. yeah. So many takeaways. If you can't make money from this show, then you need to tell more of your friends about this <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> tell your you smart are. ones. How, how many ways can we make this a pyramid scheme? As a yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so real quick, I got this one. Imagine that you're having a nice vacation and you, you go on a paraglider journey. And as soon as you land, you happen to land right next to a kangaroo. And the first thing that kangaroo does is just deck your ass beat the hell out of you yeah just as soon as you land you just get you just see a kangaroo fist coming right at you <laughs> so kangaroos punch i've heard about yeah. kangaroo boxing they're fighters that, yeah, they're what that kangaroo man. must have thought like you just it, it's like almost like you see an alien or something just land in front of you it freaks you out too yeah, yeah. like all of a sudden this human just comes down on a out of the sky and he's like whoa whoa <laughs> Is it this little fella, or is it just the angle that makes this fella look little? Yeah, I think he's still like uh he's still like landing. He's not all the way on the ground. Yeah, okay. I mean, kangaroos aren't like super. Dang the claws though. Yeah, those things are scary, man. Yeah, I've seen them, I've seen them hurt dogs on the internet and stuff. There. Yeah, they're yeah. I wouldn't fuck with a kangaroo, man. They'll they'll tear your ass up. We're doing it. We're we're about to land. We're gliding down. Wow, this is pretty peaceful. I would avoid. See, I don't see any kangaroos as I'm as I'm parachuting down. 
just lands on this thing. No. Oh, oh, oh geez. As soon as the ruse appeared, it started buffering for a second. Oh, oh man, my God. It's... Kick. Kick. Activate the kick. Fu- Which button is kick, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, this kangaroo is like waist high. I feel like I could have taken him. This guy. It had a bad parachuting still... experience or something in his past. It's... Yeah. Not again. You're not taking me. Should have given it a knee. If this happens to you. Show that kangaroo the knee. But then you might piss it off, and then it'll get that kangaroo strength. Bring even it. if it's even if they're they're smaller than a human, I mean they have some uh, powerful legs with some big ass claws, and I wouldn't want them. And their tail, them. man, they, that tail is all muscle. Muscle, yeah. yeah. There was two or three of them too. They could. If they always up. have a pack. Yeah. They're o- there's never. You, if you see one kangaroo, you just don't see the others. <laughs> Get more afraid of only seeing one kangaroo because the other ones are sneaking up behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Like ants. About to get that fucking wallet. Yeah. Taking the lunch money. And it's like the wallet beast. Oh my gosh, do we have one more quick one? Uh, I did want to take a look at these. um, This photographer has been, just the way he captures these, uh, like flocks of birds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they just look really really badass so this is really worth checking on uh again you can go to greasyconversation.com click on this article and get a link to these news articles that we're checking out Whoa. uh or also youtube greasy conversation check it out this is a murmuration of birds that this chinese photographer and his name caught. is javi bao x-a-v-i so i'm probably butchering that shout out for the international art and these images are I think there's a two images, one that's a regular exposure time mm-hmm. and one that's a very long exposure time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that he's cutting out in Photoshop the short exposure time, like mountains and scenery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So gotcha. the birds there look like a million copies of birds along the path that they travel. It's like a frame per second. They just keep stacking on top of each other. Yeah. And well, that the, one looks like the Grim Reapers and stuff. They got like scythe. Some of them aren't blurred to where you see like copies of the wings too. This one's blurred, but then that, that one it looks like a streak of bird, a streak of black. But there was an earlier one here where you can see it looked like leaves with all the copies of the wings. I like the first one. Uh, the very first one looks like a giant animal trying to eat something, like a eel or something. Yeah. This, yeah. This one, all the copies of the wings look like some kind of leaf situation. It is eel eel esque as well. Eel-esque. That's Eel-esque. the word of the day. Yeah, so the project is called Ornithographies. It's pretty pretty clever there. So I think but that it. might be the final takeaway before we... Yeah. Leave you on some art. On some art tip. Yeah, once again, this has been Greasy Conversation. Uh, no one in your family or your close personal friends understands you the way that we do. Uh, your only hope to find comfort and wholeness in life is to follow us and purchase our merch and stay tuned for the next Greasy Conversation. Uh, you you want to move in and get free shoes and Kool-Aid and don't trust the other people around you that aren't telling you what you want to hear the way that we are. We're your only hope for the rest of your life having meaning. <laughs> it's completely within us. Dude, this, this is life changing. Yes. This, is, this is pure earth knowledge. That's right. This is 
we're the, talk. We're the only ones with the pure knowledge of the earth. Uh, we alone contain this, and you won't be complete as a person without us. You want to tell your friends and family, and don't heed their, uh, their warnings of cowardice. Cowardice, mind you. Only the brave dare join us. Into the future and RadioVegas.com. And I want to thank my friends too. Anybody that chimed in for uh, to listen to this, and hopefully you guys all enjoyed. This is a really fun radio show. Yay, friends! Yay, friends. Yeah. This is all there is. <laughs>